take a breath as you enter the portal of Passages, the podcast, a container of empowerment, guidance, and inspiration to transform wounds and dark places into embodied wisdom and sacred spaces. This podcast includes readings of passages and deep dives into rites of passage with visionary leaders and others who have gone through transformative experiences that empowered and shaped them into who they are today. This is your host, Paulo Sello. I welcome you and I invite you into the space. It was said by an old chief deep in the Peruvian Amazon that for a person to become a warrior, there comes a time when they are called to leave the comforts of the tribe and walk deep into the jungles alone. For months, they walk in one direction with no map or idea where they are going. It is there where their training begins. If one is to survive, they have to learn about their environment and develop a sharp sense of perception and intuition. If they honor the jungle, the jungle will take care of them and teach them its secrets. If not, the jungle will take their life. It is there where one has to face their weaknesses, cultivate their strengths, and learn to listen to their heart. After a couple years, a moment comes when the aspirant and the jungle become one. It is only then that they are given permission by the jungle to return home. With no remembrance of how to get home, they have to trust the jungle will lead them in the right direction. For some, they never return. But for those that make it back to the tribe, they are then considered the leaders, wise men, and warriors. They give the people of the tribe inspiration to also step into their greatness. For they have not only conquered the jungle, but most importantly, they have mastered themselves. Hmm. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for initiating this passage and this beautiful journey with such a powerful, powerful passage of becoming a warrior, a leader. You know, there were so many things in that, in that specific portion of the passage that you shared with us that, um, that really holds the the codes of of us coming into this deep alignment, right? In order to in order to have a deep deep sense of of guidance within ourselves, and to trust ourselves and to also trust beyond ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that is such a that is such a beautiful thing that that is that is shared through that passage. And so my first question for you, for you today is what, how do you choose this passage for our journey today? I've come to this juxtaposition point in life where I'm stepping out of being a boy Mm -hmm. and really stepping into my manhood. Mm. And when I think about the journey that it's taken for me to become a a leader and a way shower and a tradition holder. It's really metaphorically been a solo journey into the jungles of my own soul Mm -hmm. and coming out on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. And the lessons that have come only through walking that, that path, that journey into the shadows into the crevices into the deepness mm-hmm. it's brought me to this place right here where i am where i'm now giving people the tools the light and the power to also walk their own path and so i'm i've landed in this place of young chiefhood and this passage really embodies my own personal journey, but also the journey that so many people that I know are either on in the process of beginning or have already completed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so, you know, it's such a beautiful thing to, I feel like to, to go into that journey. And yet again, I feel like it's one of the scariest ones 
right? At least, at least for me and for the majority of people, I would say, right? Like not, not most of us would be like, yep, I'm going to go into, you know, I'm going to go into the depths of my soul and know myself in every single corner. Um, but, you know, as you so beautifully shared is that it's really this journey of, of getting to go within and getting to know what oneself in, in such a masterful way, you know, there was this, um, there was this time where a friend of mine asked me the question of, um, you know, like, how does one really flow with the darkness? Like, how does one really like, um, feel safe in, in going there? And, yeah. and what came up, what came up for me to share with her was that the, the importance of first getting to become aware of what our relationship with the darkness is, right? And, and I feel that it's this idea that if we were to, for example, like go into the jungle, like, right? And if we were to go into the darkness, then we're going to see things that, that we're not expecting, right? Like we're not expecting. And so like, for example, going into the jungles and then like, you know, a jaguar comes out at you or just who knows what types of experience, you know, you're thinking you're feeding yourself all of a sudden you got poison ivy, like all, you know, who knows? And it's, it's such a, um, it's, it's such a journey of, of, um, of awareness of ourselves and, and externally. Right. But to return to what I was sharing is that when we can go into this journey within ourselves and, and get to know all the, the, the ins and outs as much as we can, mm-hmm. then the fear of what we will be shown lessens because it's, we have this awareness within ourselves, right? It's like, look, you can show me anything. I've seen it. I've faced it. Right. You know, and, and having that within ourselves then supports, you know, supports the journey of, of being a way shower for others, of being a leader, you know, uh, amongst other leaders and, and saying, look, whatever you haven't seen, I've seen it within myself and, and, and we're going to face it, right? We're going to face right. it and we're, and we're going to stay alive and we're going to continue to live. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right? And so, you know, in, in, in your journey of, of beginning, you know, beginning this, um, this initiation within yourself, like, was there any specific, like, moment or passage that you can share with us about, like, what it was like for you to be initiated into this, like, holy shit, like, it's either I go within, or I go within. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's been a, it's been a constant flow of initiations since the time I was young and, you know, growing up on the streets and growing up into poverty and growing up into a metaphorical jungle of sorts. I was really tested at a young age and I had to learn how to navigate at one level, at one octave, at one vibrational set point. And then I felt called to go onto a deeper journey. It's like, first you start out in like high jungle and then you get to go into deep jungle and then you get to go into like mountainous jungle. And then it might be a fusion of it all, each one building off of each other. And so leaving the streets and then being called to dive deeper into my potential and dive deeper into my magic, I was, asked to step into a different jungle. And what did that require? It required new tools. It required new allies. It required new set points. I had to basically learn new tools to handle a new type of jungle, which led to, I would call the jungle of success and the layers of that and the caveats of that and how that, you know, plays out to inevitably getting to a place where I finally chose love and I stepped into the jungle of love, her beautiful intelligence that subtly creeps through the crevices of us all and delivers us into deeper levels of the only destination that is really worth going after, truth. And that's where I've landed now. So it has been a series of initiations, a series of belts, a series 
passages to land where I am and there will be more. It's when somebody chooses to truly walk the path of heart, like young Santiago in The Alchemist, layer by layer by layer, we are up-leveled, new levels, new devils. The more powerful the superhero becomes, the more potent the supervillains become, but we become stronger and so do our allies and so do the opportunities. And so where I am now, it is basically paying homage to all of the passages that I've been through and also paving the way for all the passages that I'm going to embark on. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's um, my, my, my father shared this with me a while ago. He always kind of hits me with these things like here and there, you know, where I'm having a conversation, I'm not really expecting it. And then I'm like, well, I need to write down what you just said, dad. Um, but he, he shared with me this thing that, you know, that, that really resonates with what you shared. And it's this, you know, going, ultimately going through this journey, going through this journey of, um, of what, what he shared is like, uh, looking for answers, right? Like for, for the tools, for the understanding, for the knowledge. And he said, you know, when you go on this journey of healing, all you're going to find is answers. Mm. But wisdom and truth can only be lived mm. here in the present moment. And I, I, I had to take a second. I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> think you realize what yeah. you just said. You know, I literally like brought it up, like translated it into English, you know. And but from from what you shared is it's just this, you know, as you you said, like going from the streets into this jungle of success and, and what that would look like for you and how it has transformed into the, the success of, of love, of, of honor, right? For yourself, for your life and, and the way in which you get to honor the, the, the blessings that you've been given, right? Like I always think about like, how can we make it all count? How can we make right. it out count? Like all of the healing, all the ebbs and flows, the challenges, like the breakdown, breakthrough moments, like how can we make it all count the way that we live now, right? And so it's so, you know, I love the way that you share that. And what did it look like for you specifically to, you know, if you can show us a visual of, you going from the streets and saying, damn, like yeah. I'm being called into a deeper jungle. Like, what did that look like for you? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, first it's interesting, but all of it compounds and then all of it matters and all of it counts. It's like going into the jungles. And as you mentioned earlier, you do accidentally eat that poison ivy, you either die or you learn. And if we're still here today, we're still learning. Right. What that does is it brings a sense of harmony to our past, present, and future selves. A lot of people live in a space of shame. I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I wasn't that. I wish I wouldn't have made that mistake, but it is those mistakes that inevitably prop up the potential of who we are. And so we learn to harmoniously love all of ourselves, past, present, future. And then it becomes this beautiful dance rather than this fight. And so somebody asked me recently while I was in Peru, they said, they said, you are so wise, Brandon. How did you learn what you learned? And I said, because I've messed up so much because I'm so imperfectly perfect. And so it's the mistakes that inevitably catalyze us forward. For me, growing up in poverty, growing up on the streets, I was taught a lot about honor, about loyalty, about discernment, about choosing to be aware of my environment, both physically, mentally, spiritually, the humans that are around me, because one wrong move, you would get killed. And I've had several of my friends murdered. I've had several of my friends end up in jail. 
I've had several of my friends die while still living and they're still in that space. So there was always this God wink and there was this God whisper inside me that really has guided me through my ascension, my, my journey. And when I was 18 years old, there was this moment where I was sitting at a bus stop and I looked to my left and there was a guy that looked like me, but he was like 25 years older and there was no life in his eyes. And he was like addicted to crack. He was shaking. He was uncontrollably like fidgeting. And in him, I saw me. It was as if the universe was saying, if you don't change, this is gonna be you. Now this time I had been homeless on the streets of Vegas for two years. I was addicted to alcohol. I was addicted to porn. I was addicted to drugs. I was getting in fights. I was a high school dropout. I was considered scum, according to society. I was on track to ending up where my friends had ended up, dead jail or working a job that I hated. And it was there that I made a decision. And it was one of the most potent, powerful decisions of my life. And it was the decision that I was willing to walk alone in the right direction, even if it meant me losing my life, then staying in the, in the wrong direction, even if it meant I was wrapped in comforts and people that I knew and situations and lifestyles that I became habituated to. And so taking that leap of walking alone into my power and my potential was one of the scariest leaps I've ever had to take. If they would have told me the amount of tears that would have come from walking that path, I might not have done it. But I was at a point where there was no going back. I had to choose a path. And once I chose the path, that's really when the lesson plan began to unfold itself. A lot of times, especially where I am now, we talk about writing out our goals. You know, we're starting this new year, 2022, writing out our visions, writing out our dreams. I feel like those are like signposts of where we want to go, but where the magic and God really lives is always in the unknown. And Joe Dispenza said it so potently. He said, you can't create the unknown from the known. You, you have to go into the unknown to create something new. And the unknown is so uncomfortable. It's scary because we don't know it, but that's where the magic lives. And as I stepped into the unknown and I walked that path from that moment at a bus stop to my potential into my next level, into a deeper level of self, it was a series of deaths again and again and again. And I'm still dying to this day. <laughs> and, it, and that's the beauty of it all. And earlier you brought up this notion about inner truth and like going into the darkness. In the jungles, the shaman that I worked with recently, he told me, he said, we shut off lights during ceremony because the ego lives in the light and truth lives in the dark. The dark has so much to say, but it takes courage to step into that space. And so that moment of walking into my potential, it really was a, a, a moment of walking into the dark and becoming friends with it. Wow. I really, I really love that, what you shared on the, the ego lives in the light, you know? It's, it's this, the way that I, the, the way that I have experienced it is, is just in a way in which I, I feel that the more um, awareness that we have of, of language, of understanding, I'm doing the quotation marks for those of you that are, um, <laughs> that are, that are listening, um, the, the ego finds a way to intricately dress itself up into 
consciousness into higher consciousness right and 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 I feel like that that's kind of the the understanding that I that I got when you share that because then in the moments in when we are in the in the in the darkness and maybe the ego doesn't really have much to grab onto on to dress itself up with with you know like um a spiritual identity or higher conscious identity or like let me put on this like higher consciousness dress with it you know all of these things um it, it really does strip it away from um all of the ways in in which it might dress itself up right and from what you the the story that you shared of you like sitting at the bus stop and and having that kind of um you know sign from from god great spirit you know the universe however it is that you you know that that you relate to is and then taking on that path of of going alone and, and for those of you that are listening um i really want you to take this in because this is such a across across all board across all it doesn't matter where you started doesn't matter where you're going like that is something that I feel like is is experienced by so many people when they're and when they're at that threshold of I'm about to literally go and step into everything that I don't know and I might be stepping into it completely alone right? For, for some people, you know, you got some friends that are, there are like a few steps ahead of you. You got some mentors that are steps ahead of you, but for some, it's really a full on, it's me, myself, God, and life. And, and I just want to just presence that and really honor that because as you know, as you're listening, I I really want to encourage you to take this in because even if you're starting this journey alone, you're technically not alone, right? You're always divinely supported and guided. But as you as you go through this passage, I want you to really take in the, the process of what it looks like or what the potential, what the opportunities are when you choose to th- take that threshold, even if you feel like yeah. in the physical form, you are on your own. And, and I can also see, you know, as we return to this, I can also see the way in which that comp- it does like literally the passage, right? Like of going into the jungle, like I was going to the jungle completely by myself. I don't know. And I can't, I can't even imagine, you know, I've experienced that at some level, but not at that level, you know? And and so I feel as though, you know, at this part, at, the, at this point of the passages, it's really, um, really touching those, those moments and spaces of awareness, of, of declaration, right? Like making that powerful declaration of saying, I'm taking leadership of my life. I can either like end up like you shared, I can either end up at a job that I hate, that I don't like. I could end up in the streets. I could end up, you know, dead yet alive and still alive. Or I can, I can expand into the, the adventure of my full potential. Right. And, and that really is the, the journey of the awareness of the knowledge the understanding, the acceptance, right? And the, the, the opportunity to choose your tears, I feel like, right? Choose your tears. Like, we gonna cry. Listen, like, we gonna cry. In life, we gonna cry. Like, we are meant to cry, right? Like, another thing my dad said to me once, he was like, well, yeah, crying is good. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> Fire. My drop. <laughs> Right. And so, yeah, shout out to my dad. And so having, you know, having that, that, that space of you choosing your tears, ultimately, like I can either cry for like, you know, being, being part of, you know, perpetuating the cycle, or I can cry on my knees of gratitude. Mm -hmm. I can cry on my knees of grief 
of understanding, of love and passion, like, you know, all of the other tears that we can have. But, and so there's another portion to this passage, right? That then dives us into the, um, the integration of, of what this journey has looked like for you. So what do you say we dive into that? Let's do it. To truly fly, we have to step into the unknown. We have to slay the beasts of our external and internal world. We have to learn to trust ourselves, our hearts, and have the faith that we will arrive exactly where we need to be. Nobody ever just arrives at the top. Behind every success story, every leader, and every warrior, there is a rite of passage. It's not always pretty, and it's never comfortable. It can be lonely, heartbreaking, and painful, and the jungle of life can be unforgiving. In fact, not everybody makes it, but for those that have the courage to step boldly into the abyss and learn the secrets of their hearts, the rewards are great. Battle-tested, both dark and light have become their teachers. They no longer serve life. Instead, life serves them. Their roots have grown deep. Their fortresses are now unshakable. Each scar a badge of honor. Each loss etched into their soul. Each victory a bittersweet reminder that without knowing pain, one can never really know true joy. Broken but whole, they are the examples for us to follow so that we too have the courage to step into our greatness and inspire others to do the same. And so it is. <laughs> oh, it is. And so it is. Beautiful. Now, what would you, um, what would you say this specific, you know, portion of the path like ignites um, ignites in you? For me personally, it's a remembrance that life always gives us what we need. And it takes courage to step into the arena of life. It takes courage to step into love. It takes courage to step into the unknown. It takes courage to be quiet enough to listen to the God whispers that flow through us and take action on those, even if nobody believes it but you or me or oneself. It's a proclamation that on the other side of it all, there is always beauty. It's a remembrance, a reminder to just look to our ancestors. The very fact that we are alive means that our ancestors endured. They stepped into the face of trial, tribulation, famine, war, and somehow love persevered. It's a remembrance that through us, the prayers, of our ancestors meet us today and propel us into the future. It's a remembrance that we are so wrapped and we are so held. And it's precisely the moment that we take the leap of faith off the metaphorical cliff of our limitations that universe source, great divine God gets involved. And what I'm learning is that it's on the way down where wings are grown. It's where the wings are strengthened, but you got to take the leap. Yeah, there's, um, there's so beautiful. I, I love, I love that the emphasis on the remembrance and 
there's, there's two things, there's two things that I want to share to that and, or add, you know, add, add to it is that the, um, I recall, I recall being uh, back in, back in Guatemala, for those of you that don't know, I'm from Guatemala. And I was there and had the opportunity to, to dive into a pilgrimage with the Mayans. And we're literally doing a, you know, we were having a, a really beautiful ceremony with, with them and in a, very, in a sacred site. And in the sacred site was where they, with their ancestors, their ancestors of the uh, Mayan Tutuhil tribe actually were confronted with the Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so they are now doing their ceremonies and their rituals in that same space. And one of the things that the um, the elder Nana Marina shared was that um, our people were invaded, but they were not conquered. And I feel like that is that's such a beautiful thing to tie into what you're sharing because I feel like in our personal lives, right? If we if we just bring it bring it to this moment, right? If we just bring it to this present moment, it's this is this thing that we that we may have been invaded with belief systems, with limitations, like societal, like familiar, like personal, right? Like invaded with these beliefs that maybe we're not loved, that we're not supported, that it's that it's not okay for us to follow our dreams, or it's not okay for us to, um, to be who we are, right? right. To, to be who we are. And, and then to get to stand unconquered, and saying, even if people don't believe in the vision that I have, or even if it's scary, or, you know, regardless of what it happened, I'm going to prevail. I'm going to prevail forward and live to tell the story. Right. And so the, the second thing was the, this, I feel like it really does take this level of, like you said, it really does take courage mm-hmm. to choose love on this journey of, of remembrance, because you know, at least the way that I see it for me or the way that I see it, you know, with people in general is that to, to choose love, sometimes it seems like, yeah, yeah, just love, like I'm still love, 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 but to truly deeply love requires a level of acceptance of self, acceptance of the shadow aspects of self, acceptance of the the things that we may have done that were out of alignment with the vision that we have now acceptance of the moments and forgiveness to ourselves the moments that we maybe didn't believe maybe when we ourselves were the person that said you can't fucking do that who do you think you are oh you think you just go out go you're gonna go out there and be great okay right and so going through going through that journey of self um of self-love and acceptance to to once again make it all count and live to tell the story right to really get to stand for you know looking back at our ancestors and see how they how they prevailed forward like held their rituals held their culture and even in the times where maybe they didn't right can you can you choose in this moment to embody, you know, your own gifts, even if you don't know what your ancestral gifts are, right? Because I feel like that's, that's a journey for a lot of people as well, where they're like, I don't, I, you know, they're not, they don't have that connection or that awareness with who their ancestors are, but to, to really get to be in like, well, even if you don't know, can you own yours and Mm -hmm. through that honor them? Right. And so for, you know, for you on this, you know, on, on this passage, like, what do you feel like it was for you to, to come into the sense of self-love in order to be the, the embodiment of love that, that you carry for yourself, for your leadership, for your service, and for all the ways that journey, that the journey of life takes us? Yeah, you know, such potent medicine that you're sharing in those in those passages that you just shared and it can be such a daunting journey 
we know so many people who are on this path of unlocking all that they are. Well, what does that even mean? Well, the moment that we subscribe to the colonialistic, capitalistic mindset, we get put on this treadmill that really never ends. And what happens is, is materialism becomes the pursuit rather than love. When I'm working with people on stepping into their own potential, stepping into the jungles, the most important thing is to remember that as is, we already are miraculous. We are miracles as we are. We are the wildest dreams of our ancestors as we are. And in that space, getting caught up in awe for our own selves, our individuality, our uniqueness, our strengths, our, our weaknesses, our slips, our falls, when we can become and when we can fall deep in love with our own unique expressions, that creates the environment, that creates the fertile soil for magic to begin to blossom, for our highest expression to begin to blossom. And that requires nothing other than an acknowledgement. I am worthy. I am enough. I am here. I am a miracle because that is true. The truth is the only thing that is needed to walk the path of love. Truth is the only thing that is needed to walk the path of potential. Truth is the only thing that is needed to unlock our highest expression. And so when building the blocks of our potential, rooting it in truth, in remembrance, in acknowledgement, in the miracles that we are, I am, you are, we, we are as a whole, that right there changes the game. It becomes the great filter. As we show up in authenticity, we detract everything that is not for us and we call in everything that it is for us, people, places, and things, energies. And so many people who are on the path, they get caught up in trying to be somebody else. They get caught up even on the healing path. Of, I need to continuously fix myself. Yes, we can acquire new levels and new tools, but as is, we are miracles already. And the journey is about just allowing our miraculousness to expand. There's no difference between the seed of an orange tree and the full expression of the orange tree. It's all the same and it's all beautiful. And so it gives people the permission to be and say wherever they're at, I am right on time. I have already made it. How would one carry themselves if they walked around with the, I have already made it mentality, even if they've just started, it changes the game. And so in unlocking ourselves and going on this journey, rooting it in that notion of, I am a miracle is a game changer. And I only say this from a lot of experience, from pursuing the quote unquote, materialistic golden egg on top of the hill from working with so many of quote unquote our society's tops it's the ones that fall in love with self first not saying that it's always easy not saying that it's not a journey that evolves over time but just acknowledging that hey i am enough as is those are the ones that truly create a sustainable journey rather than something where they go so hard and they burn out and they lose themselves, quote unquote, in the jungles of life. Yeah, my goodness, it was so good. There's so many good, so many good things on on what you shared and the, um, you know, what I really got from, I mean, I got so much from what you shared but this, but this aspect of in order to, to, you know, kind of watch ourselves from perpetuating this healing loop, right? Healing will continue. Like there is, there's a difference between looping in healing and evolving in healing, right? Like that's, that's, there's a distinction. There's a, <laughs> there's a distinction in that. 
Yeah. And, and so to, to not loop in, to not loop in that healing, it really does require for us to, yeah, like to own and, and love and accept ourselves at whatever capacity it is that is available to us, right? Like in the present moment, because I've seen it, I've seen this with myself and, and I, I see, you know, I see it all over the place. You know, it's everywhere. It's always just like constantly seeking healing. So if I heal, then I'll be better. If I, if, you know, once I heal or once I achieve this, I'll be enough and the, and then just continuously going on this loop that's never enough. But when we actually love ourselves and accept like, you know, for me, it's like, listen, wow, like, you're good. You can, you can still move forward and you can still evolve and you will expand. But the second that I accept myself and honor myself, like that's when the healing actually happens, right? Of like really getting to run into my own arms. Mm, absolutely. Right. And just being like, I love you, you know, like it's all good. Cause I, I truly believe that when people feel loved, they'll move mountains. When people know that they're loved and they know that what they're doing, it's out of love, like they'll move mountains. Right. And the, maybe not figuratively, but y'all get the point, right? <laughs> y'all get the point. And, you know, it, it reminds me of of one of the, you know, one of the things that I feel like holds us from that is this, you know, it was from a, a yogi tea bag. <laughs> and some of you may have seen it. Some of you may have seen it and, and you, you might giggle with me when I share it, but it was this thing about like what makes, what, what differs a flower from a weed is judgment. And right so deep yogi tea right yogi tea <laughs> um and so i feel as though you know for me and my journey you can and you can share with me or share with us you know a little bit more on 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 that specifically but you know to to walk in to walk a path of of self of leadership of self of love for self, of being a, a way shower for other people and doing so in a level of integrity that truly creates like, um, like Grace Lee Boggs would say, like, it's, it's not a mile long, but a mile, like an impact that's like a mile deep, mm. right? It really does require the, the release and the, 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 the solving of judgment, mm. right? Because judgment really does, um, I think the word is impede, impede, impedes into it, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta like check myself on some English words now and then, but it really does impede into our ability to love ourselves and to see our worth, right? Like you're worthy here. And it's just like, it's really judgment that comes in. It's like, no, because you're not like this. And if you were here, then then you'd be enough, right? And just like wanting to emphasize just the, the impact that judgment has. Right. On, on our ability to do that, right? So what would you what would you say to that? I think you're so on point and that's such a powerful gem that one has to really sit with because judgment <clears throat> really edges God and the magic out. And oftentimes, and I put this up a couple of weeks ago, it was like the judgments we see in others is really just the judgments that we have for ourselves. You know, going on my journey, especially when I left the streets and I went on this crazy journey to finally get to success, which took about 10 years. You know, I always say it took 10 years to become an overnight success. It took more like 20 years for me. <clears throat> I acquired a lot of the societal successes. You know, I traveled the world. I was on alignment, still am with a lot of some of the biggest brands in the world. I seen the world. I went into the deepness of all the quote unquote spiritual modalities from yoga to martial arts, to traveling to India, to Bali, to 
Tulum and, and everywhere else in between. And I found myself 20 years later still feeling like I was lacking something. And I remember I was in the streets of Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Just got done training some jujitsu with the Gracie gym down there in Copacabana. Had an acai bowl, but I was heartbroken. It's a Venezuelan woman, she peaced out on me. And one of the things she left me with was this, this notion that I was always on a mission, but I had really no idea what my mission was and neither did she. And I started to really think about that. And I said, what is my mission? What is this pursuit that I'm going after? And what really matters? And this whisper came to me from my heart and it said, love is really the only thing that matters. So I opened those doorways up and I started asking myself the question, what is holding me back from love? And as I went deeper, I realized that it was my own worthiness. I didn't believe I was worthy of love. And so in that space, it opened up the doors and I was able to really start to look at myself, knowing that you can have all the teacher trainings in the world. You can do all the plant medicine in the world. You can have all the money in the world. But if worthiness is not there and all of that is perpetuated off of lack, it will never be enough. And I started to really look at some of the psychosomatic issues that I had from growing up in the streets, you know, codependency, abandonment wounds, things like that. <clears throat> the deeper I went, I realized that there was one foundational thing that once it's in play, it's the master key. It neutralizes everything and primes the garden to blossom. And that right there is worthiness. Worthiness is the ultimate game changer. <clears throat> worthiness is a proclamation. I am enough. Worthiness says I can take up space. I deserve to take up space. I deserve to be seen, not only in my light, but in my shadows. And once I really started to like till the garden in the soil of worthiness, it really became a game changer. It was a master key that unlocked everything. And I think for those that are on the path, going back to what I was saying earlier about remembering your miraculousness, remembering that you are worthy in your shadows, in your pain, in your tears, worthy, in your bliss, in your greatness, in your magic, worthy. But knowing that the very fact that you have breath in your lungs and you are vibratorily here radiating with potent prana life force means that you are worthy and it's not worthy because i'm in shape or worthy because i have a perfect credit score for those in america or worthy because of my net worth or worthy because of my dating history it's worthy because you are period and once that became the foundation it changed everything so just like it took me 20 years to get up, quote unquote, to the other side of material success. It took me 20 years to just realize that I was worthy enough. It actually took me my whole entire life. And that was worth the journey. That was worth going into the jungles. I had to go to the jungles to realize everything that wasn't worthiness, to realize that worthiness was the master key. And <clears throat> as we so eloquently like to complicate things in our modern society, it is really that easy. Why would source God, the universe, remove us from all the master keys? Society is the one that does that. Kids get it naturally. I am worthy. I am grateful. I am thankful. I have breath. I have love. All the things that everybody's pursuing are free. And that's the real trip. It's when you realize they're right here, right now. That's the work. The work brings us back to ourselves, like young Santiago and the alchemist who left the tree to go on this crazy journey of love to only realize that the treasure that he dreamed about was under the tree where he was having the dream, coming back to home and remembering that it was already all there. Powerful. Yeah, there's, you know, there's this, really beautiful thing that you shared on that I wanted that I wanted to just emphasize and and bring you know bring everybody into this that 
in that in that powerful declaration that you were sharing right like here in the present moment you are worthy like in your light in your shadow in your tears like you're worthy and there there might be and I just want you all that are listening I really want you to take this in don't just have this go and what you know okay no like really really take this in and be aware of what comes up physiologically Mm. and mentally emotionally energetically because you will notice right and I think that this is a big big part of of our journey of returning home of really returning fully to our like innate worthiness innate love innate power you might have a level of resistance in your mind that says, yeah, but, or your body, like if you were to energetically welcome in the energy of how worthy you are, your body might want to contract and be like, yo, I remember, you know, I actually recall, and I'll share this with all of you. I recall being, um, being in a very sacred space in a ceremony and I had the energy of, of power, of precision that, that came in, you know, that came in a vision of an eagle, right? So I was sitting there and I'm like, you know, asking for guidance. And I'm like, oh, I just want to see, oh, you know, all the questions, all the questions that, that, that were coming up for me. And then suddenly here comes this like huge eagle, like a big ass fucking eagle, you know, no disrespect eagle. I apologize for saying the F word right before you, but it was big. Right. And it was so enormous. And it was coming at me. And I just remember I was like, that that is coming at me right now is love, it's honor, it's precision, it is personal power, it is patience, it is all of the things that I am seeking and wanting to embody. And it's here, it's coming, it's literally approaching my body right now. And I literally in that moment, all I wanted to do was just curl up and be and just let it fly past me. No, that is too much. That is too much. And I and I sobbed. I sobbed because I was, I, I realized that a part of me felt so unworthy. I was like, no, 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 not me. Don't come over here. I don't know how to hold you. I don't know how to deal with all of this. Like that's a lot. Right. And then this was all in my head. Yeah, mind y'all, this was all in my head. <laughs> this, right. is all, this is all in my head. And then I remember returning and say, and just tapping into my own breath and just giving myself the opportunity to welcome it in. And this is why breath is so important, everyone. This is why breath is so important because it really does support us in expanding our capacity to actually hold that worthiness to hold that love. It's a vibration that we hold in our bodies. And when we breathe, we literally expand our body, our lung capacity to hold that energy in our bodies, right? So if you are sitting and you're listening to this right now, and or you want to take a moment to really sit with actually visualizing love and worthiness and power and every single vibration that it is that you desire, and you visualize that like really approaching you right in front of you and you welcoming it in, utilize your breath so you can actually begin the journey of welcoming in that vibration rather than going into contraction, rather than to going into this, you know, whatever the mind is saying, whatever the body's saying, like, no, not me, not here, not now, no, here and now, use your breath, welcome it in one breath at a time, right? I feel like that is, that is such an important thing for us to really get to drop into, right? Because like you said, like so many people on, on the path of evolution, if you're, if you're listening to this, you have probably asked and declared, I want to unlock my fullest potential. When people say that to me, my clients come to me, they say that to me. I'm like, oh, okay. So you're ready to buckle up then, you know, (laughs) like it is not, it's to, to go on the journey of unlocking a full potential, like like you like you said, it's it's not on the yoga teacher training, it's not on the, you know the trips and all the stuff. Like you can get all of that, 
all of that will give you deeper understanding and practice and, and all these things, but it really does come with your ability to number one, cultivate safety within yourself and right. in, in navigating yourself and like really cultivating your own self-worth in embodying your love through the thoughts you choose, the words you speak, the actions you take for yourself, about yourself and how that ripples into your life, right? right. Trust, like, it, like, like you shared, it's all the things that you actually don't need to go anywhere for and don't need to pay a dime for. But you do, and we do, because it's part of the journey as well, right? But to, to deepen into what you shared of we're worthy here yeah and we're loved here and we're enough here there's nothing no one we need to be nothing we need to do but to simply acknowledge that regardless of what our life might look like in this moment and even if that's not what you had on your vision board or what you have on your you know, um, goals for the year or for the month and your body doesn't look a certain way and your bank account doesn't look a certain way or your partnership or whatever, all these other aspects don't look a certain way. You're so worthy. And the, the action that we take from that space is, is truly what allows us to crystallize the worthiness in our lives. Right. And right. in this, in this beautiful man, like there's so many, so many golden, like so much gold in this conversation. I feel like I, I definitely, I'm like, we need, we need to have just like a series of going into this whole thing, you know? (laughs) And, and really, you know, starting off from that point, right? Like if we, we've walked this passage, We've walked this beautiful passage. We started out at stepping into the jungle. We started out at you sitting on a bench, looking over at you, at yourself, or an, a reflection of what could, potenti- what could potentially be. And you making that powerful declaration of, of being courageous enough to say, I'm going to choose love and I'm going to go on this, on, on this different path that I have no idea about, but somehow my heart says, that's where I'm going to be. And that's where my heart is. And that's where my soul is. And that's where my love is. And choosing your tears, choosing to not perpetuate a cycle of disconnection from your own divinity, right? And in choosing right. that path and you're, you're going forward, you know, and like you're, you're sitting with the greats of all things, Right. And like continuously remembering and deepening into the power that lies in getting to the point and saying, if any, if I take any action from this point, let it be an expression of how worthy I know I am. Right. And so we've walked through such a beautiful passage. Maybe some of you are already like thinking like, man, like. You don't need to go into the jungle, right? You don't need to do that. If you want to, if you feel called, it is, it was such a potent thing to do. Yeah. But what, one of the things that I want you to take from this passage is that everything you need, everything you need is already inside of you. It's just a matter of allowing yourself to go into experiences, places, and spaces that are going to cultivate that. Not give it to you, but cultivate it and reflect it back to you. And the everything, everything that you shared was so potent and, and so multidimensional, right? I'm all about layers and depths. I'm like, you say one thing and I'm like, there is there's many depths and many layers to this thing and perspectives that we can take this on. And so as we've gone through this beautiful and, and, and powerful passage, I want us to take a, you know, take a stop from walking and, and get to look back, you know, get to look back at all, all of the, the, the steps and the breaths that you've taken, the, the tears, the maybe like for me, I've had a lot of like, holy fuck moments 
right? Like the big holy, like H-O-L-Y fuck moments, you know? And in getting to stand as, as who you are today and in this worthiness and this embodiment of love or warriorship, of leadership, of, of guidance. So I ask you the question now of who are you today? Today, I am a servant of love, servant of the great master that is love. And every day I ask her to teach me her ways. And I was told once upon a time that if a mission is not so big that you probably will never be able to achieve it, your mission is not big enough. I think back to Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali and John Lennon and Nelson Mandela and Maya Angelou and the so many people who walked the path and they knew it was love. Although they came from different cultures, different places, different times, they were all in service to love. Because at the end of the day, as Maya Angelou said, people are going to forget what you did. People are going to forget what you said. People are going to forget who you are, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And so many people, especially in our friend groups, in the spaces of the Instagram land with blue checks and everything, everybody's trying to leave a legacy. But the moment we try to leave a legacy from the material is the moment we will be forgotten. But when we leave a legacy from the heart, that transcends time and space. Want to talk about multidimensional legacy? Only way to access that is through the heart. And so I'm just continuing the, the journey that so many of our ancestors, so many of our great holders of love have taken before me. And so I've committed myself, my life to be in service to love, knowing that, and I believe it was Rumi who said this, like, although we are just drops in the ocean, the ocean really wouldn't be the same without each one of us, knowing that I am, <clears throat> through my work, adding a beautiful drop of love into the vastness of humanity, that right there is enough. And now that I'm at this juncture where worthiness has become my predominant step point, it's become a dance. Oh, I'm dancing. I'm loving and dancing and serving it up, knowing that when we operate from that space of I am enough, I have enough, I have enough to give, I have enough to lead from love. The universe is like, oh, they get it. I'm gonna make sure they have more than enough to continue to serve that up. Mm -hmm. And so serving of love is where I am and that's where I continue to plan to be as I walk my journey until it's time to transmute into something else. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. A servant to love, a servant to love. I love that. And, and what is your name for all of the listeners? I am Brandon Allen Collinsworth, son of Lane Rowling and Elizabeth Collinsworth. Hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Brandon, for, for bringing, you know, for bringing yourself, your voice, your passion, your wisdom, your, your whole self into, you know, into this passage with us today. It's, it's truly such an honor to get to have you and, and get to share, you know, this space with you. And for, you know, for those of you that are listening, um, there's so many takeaways. There's so many takeaways from, you, you might want to re-listen to this a few times, you know, <laughs> and unpack like and unpack it like minute by minute. Um, but if there's one thing that I that I really want you to to get to settle in and and, and integrate within yourself is is the 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 purposefulness that lies within you simply being who you are right there it's not about trying to leave a legacy like oh what do i need to create what do i need to offer what do i need to boom 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 like the way in which you show up to yourself 
is a purpose. The way in which you show up to your family is a purpose. The way you show up to your friends, your community, to the earth, all of that is a purposeful act that plays an impact and a ripple in your life and, and into the world. And so may this passage and all of the passages to come be a source of empowerment for you to continue to walk forward, knowing you're worthy, knowing you're loved and more, knowing that you're more than enough to live the life that you desire purposefully, joyfully, and courageously. So I will see you all on the next passage. So much love. Take a deep breath as you exit the portal of Passages, the podcast. May these readings of passages and deep dives into rites of passage continue to empower you in every single breath and every single step that you take. From this moment until the next passage, may your path forever be blessed.